הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבירנו ולכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שאוכלי נפה הקדוש ואשר בארץ הם במיוחד רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן פגה בן שמחה נע נח נחמן נחמן נאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. So ברוך השם today we're in the second volume of the Kutub Moran תורה 96 in the section of the conversation which רבי נתן adds at the end of uh, the second volume So starting with 96, we're going to do 96 um, up until 100, including that uh, lesson 100 as well, um, which we're going to see are small lessons reinforcing each and every one of us about doing it with a dude and speaking to Hashem in our own language and praying to God in the secluded meditation to go out and whatever it is to speak to Hashem alone. As uh, Rabbanu is going to speak about the power of this. And I was reading something on Shabbat Kodesh about in Sichot Aran. Um, in which Rabbeinu says that when the Mashiach is going to come, those who did not do it Bodedut will be completely confused and confounded. They're going to be, like, they're going to have a, an unclear mind. But when the Mashiach comes, and those who did Bodedut see the Mashiach coming, they're going to have a completely clear mind as if they just woke up from a, a, a rest and a nap. Meaning they're going to have complete Yeshuv Adat. They're going to have a composed mind, a settled mind. They're going to understand All that has happened around them, they're going to have clarity. And this is what Rabbeinu was teaching us, that he bought a dut. Mamash gives you this clarity. So that when you are not sure and you have doubts and all this stuff, that when a person, we all go through these doubts, these sfekot, these, um, these places where we're not sure what to do. We, do we go right or left? Do we take this business deal or not? Or Our life is filled with these doubts. And we're not sure what God wants us to do. But Rabbeinu says that he bodedut is the assurance so that whichever path you go on, right or left, as long as it's not a bad path, that Baruch Hashem, Hashem will make sure that that path that you go on is the best thing for you. As long as you're sincere, you're honest, and you be'emet whenever you're confounded with doubt, that you speak and you converse with Hashem. So maybe we have the merit to, to fulfill this practice because be'emet, this is what makes people tzadikin. So let's keep this practice. Let's be consistent with it. And uh, God willing, to get to the point where we do it every single day and that we cannot even live without it. And Rabbeinu says that when the Mashiach is going to come, Hidbodadut will be a practice. He says there will be a time when Hidbodadut will be a practice that is so, so um, necessary for each and every person. It will be like um, tefillin, meaning that you cannot miss tefillin in a day. You know that, you know? So Rabbeinu says that Hidbodadut will get to the point when it's going to be so necessary for each and every single Jew that no Jew can live without it. That's going to be considered as if it's tefillin, meaning... That every single day they cannot go to sleep until they do it bodedut, you know. Torah Tzadik Vav. Od Amar Leinan Hid Bodedut. Rabenu said more about the subject of Hid Bodedut. Sheyad Arko Zal Ezarez Meod Bazer. Rabenu was. It was Rabenu's custom and it was his way to avidly encourage this practice of Hid Bodedut. Liyod Ragil Meod Bid Bodedut. The first Shikhatu Lifnei Hashem Bidbar Bechol Yom Bayom. He would, he would um, accustom himself. To express himself in conversation before Hashem every single day in Hidbodedut, in this seclusion. And he said, Rabbeinu tells us that even when a person cannot speak at all, even if you can only say one word in your Hidbodedut, this too is very good. And he said, Rabbeinu said that even if you can only say one word, be strong in your mind. Have mental courage. And repeat that word many, many, many times. Countless times. 
Even if you spend many, many days just saying this word alone, Gamzetov, this too is very good. And be strong and courageous. And accustom yourself to constantly, constantly increase and say, say, say those words all the time. Even if it's 10 days of Hidbododut, a week of Hidbododut, a year of Hidbododut. Just saying, Master of the Universe. This too, Rabbanu says, is very good. Just stay strong. Until God will have mercy upon you, and He shall open up your mouth, so that you should express um, express yourself in conversation before Him. And uh, there's a beautiful story with Rabbi Natan. Now, Rabbi Natan had a student by the name of Rabbi Ozer that uh, Rabbi Ozer would accustom himself in his bodhidut, and lots of the time he would only be able to say Ribbono Shelona, that he couldn't say the words. So it's funny. Um, a person came to Rabbi Natan, a big, very big Talmud Chacham, and he came to Rabbi Natan bragging that he knew a thousand dapim of Gemara. And for anyone who knows Gemara, um, memorizing one daf is, is difficult. One thousand dapim of Gemara memorized with all the Rashi and the Tosfot, the commentaries on the page. And Rabbi Natan, when he heard this, he said, So what? I have a student by the name of Rabbi Ozer who can scream 1,000 times in his bodhidut, Ribbono Shelolam. From this we understand that his bodhidut is not, a, is not a, an easy practice. To get to the point when a person is screaming Ribbono Shelolam a thousand times over and over sincerely requires a mesirut nefesh, a soul sacrifice, a, a desire and a longing that is even greater than memorizing a thousand dapim gemara. We can't even imagine what we're talking about here. It's a very, very lofty level. But we can see that Rabbi Natan was not impressed with memorizing pages of Gemara. He was impressed with the sincerity of prayer. Of course, with the sincerity of study as well. But this we see with Rabbi Ozer. says, Speech has a very great power. Because just through a whisper, it's possible. It's possible just through a whisper to prevent a gun from shooting. Meaning, when a person is holding a gun at your head, just through saying something, you can prevent it. Yeah, then I understand this well. Yeah, and then, when Rabban was speaking about this idea, he was speaking a lot about his bodhidut. And Rabbanu lengthened this um, an amazing discussion in many different leshonot and many different types of expression. And he encouraged us, and he exhorted us. Very, very much with this idea of reinforcing yourself and increasing um, spending time and doing it and conversing between you and your Creator. He was telling his students at the time that he said, My ratzon is that all of you guys are doing it the entire day. And to spend the entire day doing it. But not every man is able to fulfill this. Therefore, it's necessary um, um, to command you all that you guys should have under every, like, under no circumstances shall you miss it, that every single day you should spend an hour doing it. Because this too is very good. But one whose heart is strong for God and wants to accept upon himself 
the yoke of God's service genuinely. Rabbeinu's will was that this person should spend the entire day in Bodhudut. And he mentioned, and during that time when he was giving this conversation, he mentioned the Gemara and Brachot, page 21. If only a person were to spend his entire, entire day in prayer. Ba'uch Hashem, Torah 97. I also heard in Rabbeinu's name, with regard to the, the great spiritual level that is to speak between one and his creator, to do it Bodhudut, Shemach. Rabbeinu said, that about the prayers and the supplications and the tefillot that were previously arranged and established, all the damaging angels, the accusing angels, they all know of these prayers already. They're already familiar with this. And they lurk upon the routes of these prayers. Because they already know them. For example, let's bring a parable. Let's speak about a well-traveled uh, road that is known by everyone. Over there on the sides of this road, there are thieves and murderers standing there constantly because they already know of this road. They know that many people travel on it and they know that they can grab people with their money and kill people, whatever it is. But when a person walks on a new road and a pathway, which is not known yet, there, these murderers, these thieves, which Rabban was teaching us in this parable, represent these accusing angels, the Satan and all his armies, his damaging angels. They cannot lurk there at all. They don't know how to ambush because they don't know the road. And therefore, with regard to the subject that we're mentioning above, the conversation a person speaks between him and his creator is a new pathway and it's a completely new prayer. A person is saying it from his heart anew, in a new way. Meaning each day's prayer when you're speaking from your heart is brand new than from the day before and from the day before that. Therefore, it's uncommon for these accusing angels to lurk um, by the roads of these prayers because they don't know them. But nonetheless, Rabbeinu warned us and he encouraged us to say all these other prayers that are already arranged, like Tehilim and Shacharit Min Chavit, of course. And all the other Tefilot, like the Tefilot of the Tzadikim, whatever it is, that um, we should constantly accustom ourselves to saying these prayers. Um, it's brought down in our books many, many times. Look at the entire book of Hishtabchut HaNefesh, Outpouring of the Soul, which is a compilation of all the teachings of Rabbeinu and Rabinatan about the power of Yidbodadut and, and prayer. Over there you'll see lots of sweet things that could be meant to encourage you and encourage each and every one of us to um, um, build up this, this, uh, this regiment to do Yidbodadut every single day. Torah Tzadikret Rabbeinu also said with regard to reinforcing about Hidbodudut, reinforcement in Hidbodudut and other supplications and prayers. Speech has a great power to arouse a person. Because even though it seems to a person that he might have no heart at all, he may have no emotions. Nonetheless, when a person 
speaks many, many inspirational words and lots of supplications, etc. The fact that he's speaking in itself, even though he feels he has no heart, just by the fact that he's praying these prayers and supplications, is in itself a revelation of the arousal of his heart and his soul for God. This in itself reveals and it arouses it, it, it reveals this arousal of his heart and soul for Hashem. My soul left when he spoke. What does that mean? Meaning that speech in itself is the revelation of the soul and the heart. And sometimes when a person speaks a lot, even though it might not be without any sincerity, without a heart, nonetheless, afterwards, he will get to a point of arousing himself greatly in his heart and his soul. And the main thing is what? That speech in itself has a tremendous strength. So we have to believe in this power of speech. <clears throat> that the essence of Yidbodadut and true conversation between you and God, Bishlemut, in its perfect state, what is the perfect state of Yidbodadut? When a person is expressing himself so much before Hashem, until the point when his soul is so close to leaving his body, God forbid, until he's literally about to expire from this world, until he's literally about to to the point when literally his soul is tied to his body by a hair's breadth, just by the fact that he has such great anguish and longing and yearning for Hashem genuinely. But that that learning, that that yearning, sorry, that those longings, those desires for God are so genuine and truthful that it brings you to the point where literally your soul is about to leave your body, that you so want, that you want to attach yourself to God so much. And this is what it says in Gemara Ta'anit. That they say over there, It says over there in the Gemara that a person's prayer is not heard until he places his soul in his palm. And this is what Rabban was saying. Uh, is what it means. Meaning what? When a person is willing to pray to the point when he has so much longing that he's literally about to leave this world, that his soul is literally about to leave his body. And he said, Hello, indeed. When God helps a person, when God helps a person speak and express himself, and that is like a man speaking to his best friend. In the last Torah for today, Torah 100, they, the Chaverim, the students of Rabbeinu, told me that Rabbeinu once said, that from the smallest person to the biggest one, from the, small, from the worst person to the biggest tzaddik, it's impossible to be a truly upright person, truthfully, except to be bodedut. And Rabbeinu mentioned at that time when he was telling his, student, his students this, he mentioned many different famous tzaddikim and truthful, true tzaddikim. 
And he said, Shekulam lo ba'ulim adregatam ki imele de itbodudut. That they did not reach the level except by means of itbodudut. Vegam tafas ishechat pashut minachteha ba'asham tov zikhan ha'bacha. And Rabbanu chose one of the simple grandchildren of the ba'asham tov. May his memory be a blessing. As an example, he too also expresses his conversation every single time before Hashem with great crying. That the seed and the descendants of the Baal Shem Tov are more accustomed to this practice of Yitbodudut more than the rest. Because they're from the seed of David HaMelech. And all of David's task and involvement in this world was this idea. That he was constantly breaking his heart before Hashem all the time. And this is the essential way he founded the book of Teidim. That Rabbi Nachman is saying that Teidim is founded on David Amelach Sidibodadut. is brought in another book, in another lesson. Look in lesson 156 of the Kutamoran, volume 1, over there. That's it for today, Bezrat Hashem. May we. Accustom ourselves to speak to do it constantly and to constantly express ourselves before God because this is what's going to make us tzaddikim and be um, consistent with it. If a person cannot do an hour every single day, start with 10 minutes, 5 minutes. Even 10 minutes is very difficult, you're going to see. But the main thing is consistency. And once you make it, make it a practice that you cannot literally go to bed and go to sleep until you do it, until you, you cannot go to work until you do your bodhidut, you're going to see that it's going to be something important. You're going to add more time and more time until you're going to realize that even an hour is not even enough. So, Bishlat Hashem, may we have the merit to, to, um, to instill this practice within our lives, God willing.